In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. And I'm Dennis. Welcome, Dennis. Welcome, Dennis. And thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Crossover <laughs> this is, episode. <laughs> this is fantastic. It so feels Dennis, like having a fourth musketeer. You Kinda. do what? What uh, is your show called? I do uh, the travel and interview show slash series site, Uncovering Oklahoma, where I just uncover creative people and places throughout the state. Right on. Yeah. So you travel all over the state. You're not just limited to Oklahoma City. Limi- yeah, I'm not limited to the metro. Like I'll do articles on Tulsa, uh, you know, southeastern Oklahoma, Talamina Drive, all over the place, Panhandle, and just uncovering yeah. a lot of stuff too that maybe even people that have lived in Oklahoma their whole lives don't even know about. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, especially the people that lived. You know, there's a lot of people that like they they just get such in a routine like they don't realize. How much there is to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very similar then to our show. Well, yeah. And in fact, that's how we've met you is we've, we've crossed paths mm-hmm. a few times mm-hmm. in venturing around the Oklahoma City metro area. We, I think we first ran into you at OKC Fest. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then we ran into each other at uh, 612 during yeah. First Friday. Yeah. That OKC but you, Fest you building some, was really hot and smelly. Yeah. Yeah. But you did <laughs> some great, you posted some great photos of like the food at the pump and... You're kind of making the rounds in Uptown and Paseo that night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When I when I go out, I go all out. Right. <laughs> you kind of have to. Yeah. And it's tweeting. It's live tweeting. Uh, live Facebooking. Live Instagramming. Everything. Yeah. Now, how long has has uncovering Oklahoma been around? How long have you been doing this? I started uh, officially started filming like the very first thing uh, back in April of 2009. So it's been over oh, six wow. years. Yeah. Has it really? Yes. Holy and cow. have you just been doing this whole thing solo? Yeah. Uh, I, when I first start uh, when I first started uncovering Oklahoma, mm-hmm. it was originally a uh, travel site or excuse me, a travel show uh, for like teens and young adults. Oh, wow. uh, and they were supposed to be like. Uh, like monthly episodes where mm-hmm. you know we'd like focus on a different theme like our first theme we focused on was on Bricktown and our second one we did like fashion and uh, but I and I had like friends to do like the on camera interviews sure. and I'd do all the behind the scenes stuff and it was just so difficult coordinating all of that and I just never quite went anywhere so uh, over time it just kind of I eventually went solo so yeah. and I've been going solo since so and that works a little bit easier that way a lot yeah, of the times. So a little bit flexible, it? yeah. So I, now I just have, uh, you know, either myself or somebody, you know, just do like some voiceover narration mm-hmm. if need be. So, Right on. So tell me now, now I talked about how I got started. Let's talk about how did you guys get started uh, doing uh, your podcast. Who wants to take this one? Well, actually, I want to... There was something that I forgot about because I know we've kind of... We've told this story a few times um, in, in the past couple of months, but... Um, I know it always kind of starts out that we were fans of podcasts and we talked about doing creative things together, but it actually started here in this room. In this the room. The first time we mm-hmm. kind of played around with the idea of doing a podcast. So, you know, we've, we've hosted a, a musician from L.A. named Joshua Path in our backyard called Paseo Amphitheater. 
But the first time that we brought him here in March of 2014, uh, it was Josh and Kurt, both musicians. And we thought that they would really enjoy a tour of this school, ACMUCO. And so once we came into this room here, Stephen was explaining to Josh and Kurt what it was for. And I think that may have been the first time one of us actually said, we might do a podcast. Or like really just kind of solidified that idea that we could do that in here. And Actually, uh, at that time, that I don't think that's what happened. We just mentioned the fact that the room was designed that as we brought artists through the city, right. as ACM, could, that we would bring them in here and have a conversation and interview. And so then what the Josh room, did? Josh was just like, okay, interview me. He took his phone like this and he goes, I'm, he hits record and he goes, interview us. Mm-hmm. So the three of us interviewed Josh and Kurt about the concert that they had just performed in my backyard the night before. <laughs> There's a picture of that floating around yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and we yeah. still have that, that 10 minutes that would probably count as our first podcast ever. Yeah. It doesn't sound great, but it's kind of got some, I don't know, some historical significance to mm-hmm. it. It does. Um, well, and actually at the t- let's see, this is at the time that this gets released... We will have just released. We will release the Joshua Path episode. Yeah, so that wow. will be, and that will be the first time that we've actually had them here on a live podcast yeah. because they haven't been here since Sorry. we started doing. We play this. around a lot with time because mm. the time we record something, it may not be released for a few. So this is going to probably come out in a few weeks and next. The twelfth, fourteenth. The episode on the fourteenth will be the Joshua Path episode. Well, so after that. Um, you know, we just kept throwing around the idea of podcasts, and it was in November of last year that right. we're like, you know what, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. We found ourselves getting a little bit more connected with the people in the city, mm-hmm. um, and it just seemed more and more possible. Well, and another thing that happened as well was the podcasting format started getting a lot of attention. Like, all of a sudden, it was now being featured in the mainstream. Yeah, there's some great, you know, even there's more creative stuff, you know, like you have and not just NPR shows, but there's like one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Is that one good? I've heard it's about that really one. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's, you gotta watch, you gotta listen to it from the beginning. It's an episodic series because it has a mm-hmm. kind of an overarching plot line to it, but it's really good. And, it's know, kind of a horror. Does it have a horror It's theme It's to kind it? of horror-ish in that it's that there's just all sorts of weird things, but it's also really comical in a sense. You know, like every alien government conspiracy is like, oh, it's true, but it's like completely yeah. normal. It's like, oh, we know the government's evil. And there's a five-headed <laughs> dragon. It's just normal around here. We're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of that Doctor Who spinoff. Torchwood. Torchwood. What's the name of the... Uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. That's not important. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so now you do you do uh, a regular video blog, or, or you just kind of do it as you travel? I, I, I kind of do as I travel. I mostly write articles uh, now. Uh, I also have a date. You know, I have date idea guides. Uh, so if you're looking for, like... Things to do is, you know, for a romantic date, I have, that's what I'm really known for, is my date collections. I've published a few date books Date as well. books? Really? Yes. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Throw, one, throw yeah. one out there. Throw an example out there of where I could take John on a nice date. Aw. Uh, I actually just updated my date idea guide, actually, and I decided, you know what, Blue Garden, uh, the food truck court, 
uh, it's really a great place for a date, especially if it's like a blind date and you really don't know what they like food-wise. There's different food trucks you can kind of like, yeah, you know, go take. pick out what you want, you know, and kind of meet in a nice, it's, it's patio. It's, it's the old the school public. taking your yeah. date to the mall food court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's modern. It's more modern and hipster. And not as, not yeah. as cheesy. Yeah. And there's um, stuff to do there too. I mean, yeah, yeah, play games. games to there's play, fire pits. Fire pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's that's just you know one. Of that. uh, another one um, I really liked. Uh, there's this um, uh, the Oklahoma River Cruises. Yep. They do. I've done that yet. The there's a special theme cruise I've done. Uh, the Sunset Cruise, uh, and they yeah, basically. You've heard of you heard of it? I have. Have yeah. you done it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it. Uh, Leslie and I have done it. We. It was very romantic. You know. We, you can dress up as nice as you want. Mm-hmm. You, you know. We we went all out. You know. And uh, we were all. We were probably also like the youngest people there. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people like you know older people are like joking around. I was like, are you our chaperones tonight? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making sure we. <laughs> So, like, on this cruise, then, are they serving you dinner and drinks? It's uh, it's a small ship, so it's, you know, it's just, like, uh, finger foods. So, I would recommend, you know, eating beforehand. It's, like, finger foods and cash bar, so. Okay. And then they just take you up and down the Oklahoma River. Yeah, they take you down, up up and down the Oklahoma River, and just kind of watch the sunset, and it's it's very pretty, so. That sounds awesome, actually. And so you've but you've collected these date ideas and you've got them listed on your website then. Yes. And I and I put and I put a I have some of them listed on the website and I have a bigger collection available as, you know, print book and an ebook as well. Wow. Now there's I'm assuming also stuff that that you've got from exploring like southeastern Oklahoma like the cabins down in Broken Bow and Yeah, there's uh, some of that stuff some of that that's because uh, you know, I'm still kind of doing uncovering Oklahoma in my spare time, mm-hmm. so not quite all of Oklahoma is like covered quite. Okay, uncovered, I should say, but uh, there's a good <laughs> chunk of things to do. Well, it'll take time. Yeah, it takes time. There's just so much. You know, yeah. it's pretty big. Yeah. So. So you guess? I mean, you obviously have to travel a lot all over the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one of the favorite things that you've gone to or, or seen about Oklahoma that? It was kind of like at your top of the list for recommendations. Uh, the Talamina Drive, uh, we went there uh, right before the leaves were about to change. Mm-hmm. So we got to see some of the fall colors. We weren't like in the full bloom fall, uh, which was probably working in our favor because, you know, it's so popular. And it now, where is the, the Talamina the Drive? The Talamina Drive, uh, it is uh, in East Oklahoma. Uh, and it's like, and you'll actually cross into like the next state so mm-hmm. uh right over there but um it's about from oklahoma city i want to say it's like about roughly a three-hour drive to it was like a, it. a scenic drive yeah. through the mountains of southeastern yeah, oklahoma scenic eastern oklahoma. Drive, yeah very that's cool i didn't know about that yeah that's that was that's up there um i, I like driving through um uh, the wichita uh wildlife mm-hmm. refuge then outside of Lawton, uh, yeah, outside of Lawton, Mount Scott. Park. That's yeah, that's very pretty. I like to see the walk through the parallel forest in that area. Yeah, well, you know that is a great. Well, you can go to Mears. You can go oh, to yeah. Mears Burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mears. Yeah, and we actually steak. went there finally uh, last time we were there, so we actually got it. It was pretty good. They're well, going to one of the best burgers in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and down at the Wildlife Refuge, um, if you're a camper, camp. Doris, it's Camp Doris. Camp Doris mm-hmm. down there is a, is a great campground, and they have every campsite style available. Everything pr- from primitive to you can take an RV down there and have full, you know, hookup and utilities. Oots, 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 oots. 
<laughs> All right, we've got the cheese balls out. <laughs> the cheese balls always make it out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> can't stop the cheese balls. You can't stop the cheese balls. So what are some of uh, the uh, more interesting or famous people you've interviewed? Uh, I think the most famous people we've interviewed have been in relation to Dead Center. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, we somehow lucked into being the most Inside available. Shirts. Yep, two of them mm. right there. I wore mine yesterday, so it's dirty. Mm. I had to put on my base yeah, t-shirt. Me, me and Steven accidentally wore the same outfit um, today. But Real we had, embarrassing. We were given our first press passes for Dead Center in June. And amazingly, most of the media outlets didn't dedicate themselves to covering the event. And so when um, some of the more well-known filmmakers would come in and uh, the Oklahoma film icons Mm -hmm. would come through, like there was Bradley Beasley, Bird Running Water, um, none of our major media outlets were there to interview them. So it kind of fell upon us they, to sit down and interview them. They were, they did show up for Tim Blake Nelson and, and Nadia coming each other. But, but just for a little bit, right? You know, the, I think the Channel Five, five showed up. Bite type. So the I think the my favorite one was Tim Blake Nelson. Mm-hmm. You know, the, he's a Tolson, and he had he had a film in the film festival. But you know, most people might know him as Delmar from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Well, and I'm really mad because as I was watching Fantastic Four, I was like, oh my gosh, Tim Blake Nelson yeah. was in Fantastic Four. He was Four. in Fantastic Four. And I didn't... What? Really? I, yeah. I didn't, like, figure to that out. To bring that up. Yeah. Now, despite your opinion of Fantastic Four, still... <laughs> and he was yeah. he was so nice. He was good in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was very cordial to us. He sat down and gave us five minutes, and he wanted to, you know, kind of take us with him to go into the viewing of his movies. Like, do you have do you have seats? Do you have tickets? Can you get in? You know, I'll make sure that you can get in. That was pretty cool that he was yeah. doing yeah. that. And uh, he, we gave him some stickers. Some, we apologize for the inconvenient stickers. Um, he said his kids would love those. He took a small stack of them with him <laughs> back to New York. Yeah. So um, hopefully those are plastered all around New York. Yes. Right. We hung out with Bart Connor and Nadia Comaneci, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, they live in Norman now. Um, We've had the mayor. We've had the mayor the sitting show. right where you're sitting. Um, Jason Dunnington, uh, district, uh, our representative yep. for District 88. I'd say those are the most famous people, probably, at least in the grand sense of being. Well, yeah. so there was, right. I was trying to pull up our... Yeah, for the Dead Center last year, it was actually my second time I got to go as press. Uh, the first Dead Center, actually, was like the first time I actually got to go somewhere. I got invited to be like press. That I was like, yes, I get an actual press pass. Right. And, and actually, I've actually gotten invited since then. I've gotten invited to uh, murder mystery parties. Uh, I got invited to the... A world Oklahoma Creative Forum. Yeah, uh, nice. that, 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 that's that's really cool. I recommend checking that out when that comes around next year. Uh, different festivals, the Norman Music Festival. I've been invited to. And uh, you know, when I went to the, for the Dead Center this year, I was like, I wanted to do something different for interviews. Uh, but but I was like really excited. I like I don't know what what to do. And I came with this brilliant idea. It's like I'm just gonna do 30 second interviews. You know, like pitch. Like you have to like filmmakers have to kind of basically pitch their film. So right. it's kind of you know a fun challenge, and we just like we just filmed it on my iPhone and just uploaded it. As soon as we're done in the interview, it was straight up to Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> yep. that's actually really similar to what we. I ended think up I now. saw some of yours yeah. <clears throat> because we were we had done an episode about Dead Center the mm-hmm. week before with Kim and the other programmers, and then when they were asked us to come on site, we're like, well, we don't really have a format. We do a weekly episode. Yeah. What are we going to do with this? That's when we had the idea of... Wafty shorts. Kind of yeah. like you're saying, you took the idea of a filmmaker having to do an elevator pitch mm-hmm. to a studio or whatever. Well, we were like, oh, we'll do it like a short film. We'll, yeah. we'll do these little compacted five to 20 minute interviews with whoever we get. And just as soon as we get them, we 
edit them real quick and throw them up. That was a lot of fun yeah. too. And it was a lot of fun, and it was a cool like sort yeah. of live coverage. Yeah. But we also had um, Molly Quinn. Uh, oh, yeah. Molly oh, Quinn. Yeah. From, Bade, yeah. Where was she from? Bade Bade she's Darby's. in Castle. I got a photo Welcome of her with, uh, with me. So yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Brendan Brendan Sexton the third. Yeah, they were in Welcome to Happiness. Where the cheese balls? Yeah, yeah that's why we started eating the cheese ball. Did you get to go into the press room and did you see the cheese balls? I saw the cheese balls, and I remember I think Rob and Tracy were. Had fun with the cheese balls. So. <laughs> yeah, we would like for them to be an official sponsor. Yeah, oots, 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 oots. I'd just like anyone to sponsor me. Right. right. <laughs> Do you have any sponsors? No, not not at the not at this time. No, Maybe we're in the same this, boat. Yeah, advertising. Yeah, any, any advertisers. It's so difficult, you know. And I'm trying to focus on. Yeah, you know, it's hard to focus on like making content and trying sure. to get sales, and it's like right. you know trying to. You eventually got yeah. to start involving more people, yeah, and start yeah. expanding. Mm-hmm. So it's, we're all kind of in that same boat of of young upcoming media mm-hmm. that's kind of filling in the gap of yeah. Because I re- like I even though I've been doing it for a while, it was like the past year and a half that I just like re- I completely redone the site, just redid out all my format, how I was presenting articles, and because I was like updating like maybe like two or three times a month, and I've kind of gone down to, uh, or gone up to updating like two or three times a week now, so I've kind of really oh. changed things around, and it's just, um, every year, every month, I'm progressively, you know, compared from that month to the previous year, I've done like practically almost like double. Oh, and nice. what's the traffic, traffic like? On, uh, doubling the traffic. Yeah, doubling the traffic every year. Uh, right now, it's averaging around, you know, uh, on a really good day, around 500 a day. So, uh, and somewhere on sometimes on words up to a thousand. So, and what is your website? Uh, it's uncoveringoklahoma.com. And then you're on Facebook, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram. So, um, YouTube. The yeah. time the, the time that we're recording this episode right now, the Backwoods Music Festival is going on right now. Did, do you have any plans on checking that out this weekend? Now I'm actually going to this weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend. I'm actually. Gonna go uh, to Robert's State Cave. Okay, Robert's so, Cave. Yeah, Robert's Cave. Yeah. Well, that's not by Broken Bow. Yeah. In that in that part of the state. No, we're gonna go. We're gonna go check that out. And Some great see. horse riding down there. Yeah. I'm not you know horse riding. <laughs> no, uh, bike riding, but not horse riding. Yeah, there's beautiful trails down there. Have you ever been down there before? No, I haven't. This is okay. my first time. So. That's that's one of the most beautiful parts of the mm-hmm. state. That's absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Especially if you go down there in the fall. Well, and it's not too far away from the Talamina Drive, actually. No, I don't think so either. So I think but it's a little further south from it. It's a little further south, and I guess yeah. Talamina is kind of on the border of um, Oklahoma and Arkansas. Arkansas yeah. It's actually the same part of the state where Tim Blake Nelson filmed his movie That's with right. uh, yeah. Leaves of Norton. Grass. Leaves yeah. of Grass was filmed down there. Mm. I like how we tie that. Yeah. Oh, always, always, always comes back full circle <laughs> somehow. So you told us what your, some of your favorite things were. What is... I'm curious if there's been something or someplace that surprised you the most. Like, you heard about it, so you put it on your list of things to do, and then when you went there, you were like, this is way beyond what I expected. Or Because hmm. that feels to me like a lot of times what happens with Oklahoma for me, mm-hmm. too, is like, I hear about something like Robert's Cave. I've never been there. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling when I go there, it's going to be drastically different. Well, that, the thing about Robert's Cave, though, is, it was, I thought it was an actual cave. It's not really a cave. It's not a cave. It's a grotto. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's just surprising. It's just like this little recess back into some rocks. But there's the Hevener Runestone is in that area too. Oh yeah, Yeah, that's right. I've seen that actually. Uh, There was. uh, It was kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting it to be like enshrined the way it was. Right. It Uh, is kind of enshrined. It was just because we were actually doing the Talamina Drive that day, and I was like, "Well, let's go check this out." So we went check that out because. 
uh, Leslie was telling me about that. So I was like, let's go check it out. So we checked it out, and it's like that was that was kind of interesting. And it's it's quite the interesting hike yeah. down the steps. Yeah, so you're kind is. of going yeah. on the side and of the like waterfall a waterfall and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like down in the canyon in yeah. the woods. Yeah, the canyon. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It was, it's very pretty. It was very pretty. Oh my god, down. it's gorgeous yeah. over there. Just eastern Oklahoma in general. Yeah. Uh, or even like so if you go a little south, like just even like. Along Highway Nine in the Norman areas, you know, mm. very nice. Well, if you um, Eastern Oklahoma as well, you've got the Spiro Mounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, that's a pretty cool place. And then up north, there's the Great Salt Plains. We also have Little yeah. Sahara. Yeah, those two are on my list. Are they on the so, list? Yeah. Black Mesa, Black yeah, Mesa Black. on the Panhandle. Yeah, uh, some of the things that have surprised me. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. There's some small. I don't know, and then there's some stuff that surprised me, like, you know, it was like, it's such a great space, like, you guys should do more with this. Um, like, the underground tunnels in downtown. Like, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people that don't know that those even exist. Yeah. Uh, that was, like, one of the first things I did, uh, filmed, actually, uh, for Uncovering Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's still cool, but it's, like, it has so much potential to be. Yeah. There's some better. art shows that have been held Owens there. is trying to, yeah. you know. Kind of highlight it by by doing art displays down yeah. there. Yeah, it's one of those things though that like it suffered some issues with flooding for a long yeah. time, and then it some took a while. And then yeah. different buildings were and construction was going on, and so it's kind of been through a bunch of these weird transitional periods. But I think it's stabilized to the point now where that's why you see things like what Romy's doing with Secret Life mm-hmm. in yeah. the city and the mm-hmm. one. They get utilized a little bit too during like opening night mm-hmm. on New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah. I mean, and during the day, being downtown, that's still a, a, I mean, that's a thing for downtowners that have any idea of what's going on yeah. is to just drop down into the tunnels and yeah, there's, well, there's restaurants yeah. down there's barber there. Barber shops and, yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, oh. Bank down there. Yeah, I think. One of the things that did surprise me was uh, the Science Museum uh, opened up the new Curiosity. Yeah, yes. the thing's awesome. I, I didn't, I kind of kept myself kind of spoiler free from it. Like I seen like a few pictures of it and then I, I just like, I, I waited a few weeks because I don't like to go to places like right when they open up because there's always so many issues mm-hmm. and I always like to let them like, uh, you know, I never go to a restaurant like right when they open. I always, always let, wait a little bit and let them work their kinks out, and then I go in there. That way, I can get the, like the best possible impression. Uh, so I went there. Uh, we went there, and that just that blew my that blew me away. I was not expecting it to be. So I still haven't been to that. Oh my god, yeah, it is! It is so cool. It's one of my favorite things about Oklahoma City. Now, it's, yeah. as soon as I saw it, it's like I, I've got to come back. And I've been with my daughter about three times yeah. now. Well, that's another great thing that somebody can go and take their kids to yeah. that everybody can enjoy. Yeah, because yeah, like we are like we're we're grown adults and we're running around yes. like the uh, the big play place thing. Yeah. And yeah. like there's a bunch of other dolls doing it too. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I got, I climbed all through the the maze like thing. Yeah. It has the these little machines that are air balls, compressed in the balls. And you have no idea where they're going. <laughs> yeah, you'll be walking around and all of a sudden these little tiny foam balls are flying around you. Yeah. It's got the my favorite thing is the uh, the tilted room yeah. that you walk like in that, and it yeah. feel you makes it feel like that you're forced perspective room. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, curiosity is uh, right now I still think kind of a hidden treasure. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still doing construction to it. It's like I'm really, oh yeah, yeah, like, waiting to see. Like that's not, you know, it's gonna be really cool once it, everything's done. Uh, they, there's something that the science museum used to do, and they, um, keep telling them it was like every time we come back, you guys really need to do this again. Was the science lounge uh, where it was a, uh, it was a 21 and up only. 
Uh, really? Yeah. So, and it was basically, uh, it's 21 and up only, and they kind of like a certain theme. Uh, like, for example, they did Star Wars night. So everyone dressed up, you know, their favorite Star Wars That's character. That's cool. And they uh. had like an R2-D2 uh, life-size replica robot and uh, just uh, all sorts of like fun things going on it's kind of star wars themed so and it was just all adults and there's like a cash bar and everything so uh, it's like we're yeah, they bring need to stuff do that, that back yeah. they absolutely need to do that again yeah and do it in curiosity no yeah <laughs> have like an adults only night in curiosity yeah. i did a video actually i did a video interview uh with the science museum uh, and that was probably one of my more fun interviews that i've done is like uh guys this is his title uh uh was the Relevance in- instigator and her it is really a hack. Relevance I'm, instigator? No, it's like the relevance Cesar and wonder instigator. It was basically a fancy title for PR person. <laughs> <funny>. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was such a fun person to interview. It was like, he's like, hey, you want to do a video of us going down the three story slides? Like, yeah, let's sure. do that. And I, I've actually met the guy who, who was the construction manager for. Actually, he is the. Uh, He's in charge of all construction mm-hmm. at Curiosity. His name's Alan Voiles. Um, ran into him at one of my daughter's swim meets, oh. and he kind of gave me some insight about the building of Curiosity. Oh. And you can't have him on the show. I I would like to. We, we've talked about we've talked about that and doing that. Um, but he said it was an awesome creative process. They kind of had a, a rule that everything had to be immersive, mm. not just you know because a, a lot of the science museum was hands-on mm-hmm. you go use your hands you know manipulate yeah. some stuff look at things the idea behind curiosity was get inside of it mm. and that's why everything is you crawl into it um for example there's the thing that looks like a fireplace and you can duck down and go inside the fireplace and then when you stand up it's got the the three walls of mirrors mm. and then the bottom floor lights up with lights, different colors yeah. and when you look around you realize it's supposed to represent what it would feel like to be inside of a kaleidoscope. No, I don't. I and must have was, missed that. Yeah, I mean, you don't. Yeah, you think, have to duck down you don't into, think about the going into the fireplace. But <laughs> that's how immersive it is. Where you actually go inside at? of it. Like right when you walk into Curiosity, you kind of take a left, um, and it starts to head into like the foam blocks, hmm. and then I'm taking an immediate right into another smaller room. You remember yeah. those things where it had like the sand on it, and you could carve like carve stuff kind of into the sand. I remember so. those those tables? Yeah. Or there was like the there was like the the big piano thing where you could move the notes around and have it play different songs. It was yeah. back behind that. Okay. Yeah. I think I I think I now you mentioned I think I did kind of see that, but it was like finding fire, a se- yeah. it was like finding a secret warp zone. Like, in Mario. There, yeah. There was a lot of like little secret things. Yeah. yeah like. Um, the other, I just don't remember this. They have a bed of nails. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you yeah. can go and lay on a bed of nails, and it it the nails go all the way down. And you you lay on this thing, and you push this button, and then the nails and they're actual. It's an actual bed of nails, yeah. and it and it lifts you up, and it is the most unique sensation to have mm-hmm. all these nails start and it doesn't cut you or hurt you or anything. Yeah. I mean, you certainly don't want to move around it's a the, lot. It's while the you're one on thing it. in Curiosity that I've only ever seen a line for. Was the bed of nails? Yeah, the bed of nails. Actually, when I was there, it was actually not in Curiosity. The bed of nails it was okay. Somewhere, they had somewhere else. So yeah, somewhere there was actually a, they actually have a couple of them. There was one of them. There's one in Curiosity. Then they actually had another one just out in the regular yeah, part of the museum. There, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
But I also what I, mean, I like you got to go. Yeah. What I liked seeing in there too was you know back in the day when we were in elementary school it was called the Omniplex. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, and some people call it that. And when I was interviewing, it was like they're trying to get away from. They're trying to get name. away from that. They're, they're trying to get away from that. But name. there's still so much of yeah. those things that were in the Omniplex back then that are still there now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like like the Shadow Wall, mm-hmm. which yeah. was one of our favorite things yeah. when we were because there's a lot of that old stuff still there. So you can, it's really cool now to have like this sense of here's all the really cool new futuristic stuff Mm -hmm. but there's still all the cool old stuff in there too as well as the planetarium Mm -hmm. and then of course they've got the the omni dome theater in there Mm -hmm. i love that theater that's good stuff so yeah yeah science museum science museum the, hid, the, the newest hidden gem in Oklahoma yeah. City. The place that everybody thought that they were familiar with, but <laughs> go back. Anymore. You'll be surprised. Of course, the zoo's over there. That's the Adventure District, yeah. I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's an art gallery. Uh, there's a, there's, it's kind of, they're not quite in the Plaza District. They make themselves officially, unofficially in the Plaza District, but they're called Urban Art. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like an art gallery like a glass blowing studio and really? they have like another kind of a glass work studio. Uh, that's, that's really nice gallery to visit. It's, it's kind of, uh, it's, um, it's near, if you basically, if you go to the Plaza district's website, uh, it'll give you like directions to it. Cause they, they're not like in the Plaza district. They just kind of like, they're off a little ways from it, but, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of, trying to network themselves to somebody. Yeah. Uh, cause there are kind of, in this kind of little shady area, <laughs> but it's just this really cool art gallery. You know, you get some really neat stuff there. And just one of those little unique, glass unique places. Yeah, and nice. Just fun to go see. I found like oh, there's this one uh, toy store actually. Uh, if you're into like collecting toys, um, it's on 10th Street, and I I can't remember the name of it because I've just now thought of it. Um, it's very like it's very like the TARDIS. Like it just keeps getting kind of bigger. Like it just starts off like it seems really small, and it's like no, there's another room. Like no, there's another room. No, there's another room full of toys, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, oh, it's um, like tenth and it's past like tenth and I forty. If you just head like okay. west, um, and I can't remember the name. But if you look for like Toy Store and 10th Street, I'm sure you'll find it. But it's got like all, yeah, all kinds, kinds of toys. Of, all kinds nice. of toys. A lot of them are like not in packaging still. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for like some obscure toy, you know, just for like nostalgia, like right. go there. Like they, nice. they got okay. a lot of cool stuff. I like it. Yeah. So you're going to Robber's Cave. Anything else really you're really excited about on your list of things to uncover? Mm. Um, there's some stuff outside of Oklahoma I'm excited about because <laughs> uh, I'm going to South Padre Island in October, so uh, really? that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff like uh, Black Mesa. Uh, there's another waterfall in Oklahoma. It's supposed to like it's the same height as the one in Turner Falls, mm-hmm. but supposedly from the pictures I've seen, it's prettier. Really, more scenic. Yeah, it, but you can't really like swim near it or anything. It's more blocked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like still. It's, I just want to go see it. You know? Where's that one? Uh, that's like somewhere like northeastern. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like in the northeastern area. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, Miami around there, around. Well, Grand Lake yeah, is up there. Uh, Grand Lake is at uh, Grove. 66, around yeah. Grove, Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up there. Um, well, what is that? what's the lake that's up? What is that Grand lake? Lake. Is that, oh, yeah, Grand Lake. Yeah. And of course, Illinois River. It's south of there, um, we've obviously got Lake Tenkiller, mm-hmm. um, which is an absolutely gorgeous lake. Mm-hmm. 
So that whole part of the state is absolutely wonderful. Oh, there's. Have you guys ever been to uh, Magnetic Hill? No. There's this hill. Uh, if you had like, it's along. It's near I-35. I think I've heard of this hill. Yeah, though. And you just like you park your car in uh, at the bottom of the hill, uh, put it in neutral, and your car goes up the hill. Your car goes up the hill. It totally works. <laughs> it's, really? It's pretty trippy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the the way that that road is, and I guess the surroundings. It, it's you're actually your car's not actually going uphill, but it may. It, there's an yeah, optical like, illusion yeah, an optical that occurs illusion, yeah. that it, it looks like your car is coasting uphill. Mm-hmm. In reality, it's not, but it's just a really cool that. optical I've never illusion. Heard of that either. Really? Yeah. yeah, magnetic kiln. Yeah, it's in my date book. There you go. So, uh-huh. how do we? How do people find you? What's your website? What are your? Uh, yeah, like I said, easily find me at uh, uncovering. Oklahoma.com. It's all one word, no hyphens or anything. Uh, from there, you can. Uh, there's like a links of you know to get to all social media accounts, including YouTube videos, and uh, that is usually the easiest way. You can also search for uh, uh, on Amazon. Uh, if you type on uh, Uncovered Oklahoma, you'll find the date books on Amazon. Okay, so you do actually sell those on Amazon. Yes, nice. Yes, yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. No, thanks yeah. for having me. For our first crossover, first crossover episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. This has been great. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. One of our favorite adventures is the Escape OKC. Wafty listeners get an exclusive discount when they use the coupon code LISTEN2WAFTI. That's LISTEN, the number 2, W-A-F-T-I. Visit theescapeokc.com and book your room now. You can help us continue our urban adventures by going to our website, www.waftyshow.com, and clicking on Support Us, where you will find a variety of ways to contribute, including becoming a Wafty Knight, which will grant you access to our exclusive content. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on soundcloud.com slash show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show, Facebook.com slash Wafty Show, and of course, www.waftyshow.com. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. You get the whiskey, baby. I'll get the wine now, baby.